Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, surprise, surprise, we're coming up a couple of days early, mainly because I want to promote some shows that are happening tonight and tomorrow night. So, if you're in Melbourne, I open my show, Modern Contemporary, tonight, Tuesday, the 12th of April, 7.40, the Western, over the next three nights, if you listen to this as soon as it comes out, $12 tickets, so cheap tickets, if you use the code DANCE at the ticket uh, checkout uh, because the show's about when I was 16 and I got chosen to go dance for a professional dance company. But it's about more than that. But that's pretty much, that's the elevator pitch. So, uh, yeah, come along. I'm really, really proud of this show. I'm, uh, worked on it for a long, long time. It was meant to happen in 2020. Then it got cancelled. Then last year I went, oh, let's see. And then, uh, I'm doing it this year. So I'm very excited to do it. So make sure you come out. It's going all the way up until the 24th of April every night apart from next Monday. Uh, so 12 shows, 12 chances to see it. If you're in Melbourne, I'd love to see you there. Also, tomorrow night, Wednesday the 13th, 11.15, at Max Watts, as part of the Festival Club, the big 300th and final podcast. So yes, it's the final podcast, not the final live show. I've got a couple more of them. But after next week, there'll be something else in this feed. It'll be a different podcast. Very exciting. Maybe not straight away. Maybe I'll wait until after the festival finishes. But then after that... We'll be hitting you with a brand new podcast, so that's exciting. Hey, so the lineup for tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night's show is Will Anderson, Geraldine Hickey, Greg Larson, and Steph Tisdale, plus some extra special guests. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in Melbourne, I know it's late, but come on, it's the last one. 300 of these I've done, and uh, yeah, come out and celebrate the final one. So then the live shows, the live podcast happening at 3 p.m. at European Beer Cafe this Saturday, the lineup, great lineup. So it's Danielle Walker, Cameron James, Mark Watson, and Conchetta Caristo. All super fun. All have done it before. I love all those people so much. They're always great when they do the podcast. So that'll be fun. And then we've got the final one the following week, which very close to selling out already. That one was almost sold out as soon as we put them up on sale. So if you're in Melbourne and want to come, go to joshearl.com.au for all the tickets there. To hear that, if you're not in Melbourne and you want to hear those episodes, you can become a Patreon subscriber because that's where all the live shows are going to go after that. So go to patreon.com slash DYKWIA. That's patreon.com slash DYKWIA. You'll get the full unedited versions a day after they are recorded. So I always put them up the day after. So that'll be fun for you. Do that. I think that's all I need to say. Once again, if you're in Melbourne, come out. Come and see Bond Contemporary at the Western Hotel, 7.40 every night, 6.40 Sundays. And hopefully I'll see you at the 300th. Anyway, enjoy this episode, recorded live at the European Beer Cafe, all-star crew of Tom Gleeson, Silly Bacola, Andy Lee, and Guy Montgomery. Hello! Welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am? The podcast asks, who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Hill. Thank you for filling this room. Where were you last week? What happened there? Like, 
No, you're here. There's, there's lots here. All right. Now, is this anyone's first time to the podcast? Make some noise if it's your first time. Welcome. Now, what I do in every show, I, I Google my name and try and find out other Josh Earls, see what they're doing. And this, uh, this week, I found a new one. Okay? There's only, there's only two episodes left. I found a new one. So here we go. Because I discovered I share my name with a, a Queensland Aussie Rules footballer who last week was best on ground for the Corporoo Seniors team in a 133-75 to 75 thrashing of Wynnum. So finally, finally there's a good footballer called Josh Earl. So my dad will be so proud. Anyway, uh, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest shares his name with an LA attorney at a, at a legal place called Baby Legal, which specialises in fertility law. Can you please welcome back to the show from Hard Quizzes, Tom Gleason, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. You beauty. Hey, Tom. G'day. How you doing? I'm well, thanks. It's good. Are you enjoying being in a quiz for a change? Oh, yeah. This, is, this will be really fun. Yeah, I love quizzes. <laughs> I like hosting them. I'm really good at hosting them, Josh. Yeah, I've, I've seen. <laughs> I've seen your photos from your stage. It fucking goes on forever. Yeah. I, did, I did notice someone, uh, Joe Blander, photographer to the stars. Where is he? There he is. There he is. Oh, there he is. You already front. snapped one of me already. Yeah. Down in front, took a photo of you on the set of Hard Quiz playing guitar. Yeah. What's, what's going on there? Like, Well, tonight's the last night of Hard Quiz Live in Melbourne, so yeah. I guess I, it, it's supposed to be a surprise. Oh, okay. Well, this will go out on Wednesday. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a big finale and I, I, I rock out with myself. Oh. <laughs> so I, I play drums, bass and guitar and I, yeah, I play with myself. Yeah. <laughs> Hosting quizzes, doing musical comedy. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> Um, I've got a new podcast, by the way. Oh, great. Um, I just want to... It, it's, it's a new one. It's called You Know Who I Am. Okay. And... <laughs> and I'm just getting it ready in case my, yeah. my TV luck runs out. Hey, also joining us is a comedian who I owe an apology to because when I asked her to be on this podcast, I sent her a text... And then I looked at Instagram only to see that she had just posted the news of her pregnancy. So in between all the congratulation texts was me going, can you please do my podcast? Uh, can you please welcome from Rosehaven, it's Silly Picoa! Hey, mate. It was refreshing. It was a refreshing change of message because 99% of them is, is Luke McGregor the father. I'm like, no! No, you fucks! How are you, Celia? I'm good. I'm pregnant. It's crazy. I just thought, you know, it just seems like a real safe and stable time in the world right now to bring a child into it. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe my kid will like war. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, our next guest shares his name with a Sydney man whose job description on LinkedIn is curiosity coach and thought disruptor. Oh, yuck. Can you please welcome from the hundreds, it's Andy Lee. Mate? From the hundred, that's nice. It's normally one half, or actually the lesser known guy from Hamish and Andy. It's a... <laughs> but this guy, this guy on LinkedIn, have you ever come across this guy, a curiosity coach and thought disruptor? Sounds like me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't, but there are a lot of Lees out there. There, there yeah. are. A lot of, um, lot of I, Andrew Lees, I there found. There are a lot of Andy Lees. I had uh, seven Lees in my year level at school. Uh, I was the only one that wasn't Asian. Um, 
but and often if I'm flying uh, like an Asian airline and they come up and they go, Mr. Lee, you must be in the... No, you're in the right seat. They think that... Uh, but I'm an Irish-Scottish Lee. Mm. <laughs> hey, our final guest shares his name with a six-year-old police officer in Florida whose Facebook page has just... Uh, uh, 60, I said 60. Okay, not six. I know Florida like their guns, but they're not that happy with them. But this guy has a lot of hentai-style bodybuilder pictures on his Facebook. Just... Far too many, far too many. Can you please welcome, from the worst idea of all time, it's Guy Montgomery! <laughs> Hello, Guy. Hey, hey, you, Josh. Uh, for what it's worth, I think it's just a right amount of hentai body <laughs> It's not really your business what's on my Facebook page. <laughs> It was a lot. I, I, was, I was doing the research this morning for this uh, in front of my family. I was in the lounge room and, and my kids were like, hey, what's that picture of? I'm like, you don't need to see this cartoon <laughs> massive penis. Uh, yeah. But the, see, the, yeah, that's a, that's a parenting note there. there. Uh, okay. yeah. But the, the detailing on the penis is just so incredible. <laughs> it's aspirational as an artist. It's aspirational as a boy. It's incredible stuff. <laughs> Hey, our first game today, it's called Social Me, Me, Me. What I do, I read out status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote them, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point to the person who actually wrote it if you're incorrect. So you can't buzz in for your own. Although when you do, the audience really like it. <laughs> okay. Our first question is this. Want to feel old? You look like shit. <laughs> uh, Andy, I yes. reckon that's Tom. No, that is Guy Montgomery there. Ah. Point there for Guy. But you're normally the arsehole, Tom. Eh? <laughs> I was thinking, I didn't buzz in because I thought it was me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny, I actually wrote that after I was on your Instagram, Tom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, because anyone who follows me on Instagram knows I post very infrequently. <laughs> and they're usually just plugs for shows. <laughs> All right, question two. Two single beds pushed together pretending to be a king is the equivalent of two kids on each other's shoulders with a long coat pretending to be an adult. Hotels, we know what you're doing. Tom. Yes, Tom. Celia. No, that's Andy Lee. Whatever, oh. Andy, yeah. I don't remember doing that. <laughs> yeah. That's because I thought it was girls' comedy, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> I'm in touch with my feminine side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait for my period gear that's coming. Yeah. <laughs> It does sound like me. It is it the most annoying like thing hotels can do, though. Yeah. Like, you want to go in the middle of the bed and you're like, I can't. I've just got to, I might as well just sleep in a single, single king. Yeah. Is, is anyone else... Sorry, guy. No, you go, Andy. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. I also think that the weirdest thing that happens in hotels is if you come home and you... Uh, or come back to the room and they're cleaning it and you have this moment where... I, they're not meant to know that you're cleaning it, or you're not meant to know that they're cleaning it. They kind of look at you and they go, oh, and it's, it's all, and, oh, sorry, 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 and, and then you leave. But you should be allowed to just go in and watch them finish cleaning. But it, it's, have you ever had that? Where it's yeah, I, I've sat in there and watched them clean. <laughs> Happily. I, I've told them to ring me when they're going to turn up, because I, I want to see the value for money that I'm getting. And I'll sit there and I'll critique them as yeah, they go. Yeah, in my mind, you're in the corner of a room with a whiskey and a cake, yeah. and they're just going, "Not clean enough. <laughs> Make it again. Another lap of the bathroom, please." Question three: What if on the news after the sports report there was an arts one? Guy. Yes, Guy. Celia? It was Celia. It was. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it was just a point. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. I genuinely get annoyed because it gets to the night and well, it's the sport. And I'm like, oh, but it's on everything. And I don't know who decided that that's one of the big three things that we go. 
Oh, Everyone so needs to know who, this. Who's winning in the art? Yeah. <laughs> Tom. Tom. It's me again. And this week in arts, Tom Gleason is still kicking everyone. Yeah. If you so, don't want to know the results, look away. Yeah. Am I mad? I feel like. It is, it is a fair yeah. point. I've had the same thought because I have a passing interest in football. Right. Like I bet, like everyone absolutely loves it, and it, like to me, the footy being on the news every, is as weird as it just being a chess championship. That's right. Before the finance, I'm but like, I'm, but also, well, I'm, I, I'm happy for you, but is everyone, it news? Yeah. yeah. You're on Tinder hooks, waiting to see how your stock portfolio is performing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I'm gonna because I'm in the arts. That's what I want to say. But I imagine like if there was a dentist, they'd be like, there should be a dentistry report at the end of the news as well. But well, I think do you, do you need the weather then? Like, because we can all just look at the weather. Only tell us the weather if it makes the news. No, the, no. The, the weather's the weather is the news now. The weather's the weather used to be at the end, but now the weather's like I'm 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 the whole news yes. from also, now until we're all dead. So, I'm the news. So then, do you need the weather report at the end? You don't need to throw to a Lavinia at the They're end. All, the, Lavinia is so wrong. It's so embarrassing. Imagine you were that bad at your jobs constantly, and you had to keep rocking up. I mean, it's, she's, it's not her fault. She's up there with all the instruments mm. trying to work out what's happening. <laughs> They're always so wrong. I think of any job, if you were that incorrect that many days in a row, you'd lose your job. Yeah. <laughs> I think she should be honest to just pull out a phone and tap the weather app yeah. and read it out. <laughs> and just say, you know, it's, tapping an app is annoying. I'll do it on your behalf. It's also it's not, 27. It's not fair because it's, like, it's the only bit where they're actually putting something on the line. Everyone yeah. else is like, here's what happened. And then they just go to some yeah. other person. They're like, uh, maybe... This? <laughs> they're horseshit at their job. Yeah. That's true. They should have to predict every news. Like, yeah. Yeah. there should be the. Yeah. Yeah. Six to seven's what happened, and seven to eight is the forecast for tomorrow. Yeah. Coming up for the weekend. Uh, invasion? Yeah. Well, they do that, though. Channel 9 sometimes says. On Monday night's news, and they advertise it on yeah. Sunday <laughs> at six o'clock. We'll be talking to this news agent whose shop has no customers. You're like, how do you know that's going to be news on Monday night? Maybe he becomes successful in the meantime. <laughs> Question four: It's funny at sports games when both countries have to stand up and sing a little song about where they come from. <laughs> Celia. Yes, Celia. Guy. Yes, you were correct. Point there for Celia. Yes. It is funny. It's good. <laughs> It's, like, it's important for context, you know. If you watch it without the song, you're like, who's, what, sorry? <laughs> is, it, is it the only reason we have national anthems anymore? I, I, I couldn't say. Or I, I don't know. I just, I hate our one. Whenever the New Zealand anthem's on, this is a dog shit song. And I just want to accelerate through what, 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 it. God defend New Zealand? Yes. And we're like, we identify as a secular nation. Yeah. It makes no sense. Someone wrote a songwriting competition like the 1850s and then we stuck with it. It's fucking ridiculous. I pitched this on Twitter. Don't you think they should, every four years, like, like Eurovision, have a national anthem competition? Everyone votes for what song they want. And for four years, that's the anthem. And then after four years, you decide if you want it. Thank you. Yeah. It'd be way better. Yeah. Like, you, 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 Australia could vote for You're the Voice. That's our anthem for one year. Yeah, but then suddenly you might end up with like the crazy frog song, just as like, hey, just as like if it's in vogue that that moment. You get what you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, like that'd be the French one, obviously. Sounds like Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's offended on behalf of the French. I mean, oh, sucker the blue. Question five. I'm proud of you. 
Guy. Yes, Guy. Not Tom. <laughs> I was racking my brains. I was like, do I remember having that emotion? <laughs> no. Uh, it's got to be Celia, doesn't it? Are you gonna, Guy, buzz in. Yeah, I'll go Celia. It actually is Tom. Tom! <laughs> what? Yeah. When did I do that? Must have been tweeting in front of a mirror. I, I don't know. <laughs> I actually think it was a reply to someone who wrote, I'm seeing your show, and you said, I am proud of you. <laughs> or I think they, they bought tickets, I they, think. They yeah. won hard quiz, and you're like, I'm proud of you. I think it was like, yeah. It was someone was... cleaning your room. Yeah. <laughs> you, it, was probably, do, it was probably you, sarcastic. Yeah. You do post so infrequently that he's using replies yeah. now for this segment. <laughs> Last time on the Tom was on the show, we, did, we unveiled that you actually are a very nice person. We talked about you tipping very highly. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't yeah. listen to that episode. Yeah. Did you delete it? <laughs> no. That just means no. he's rich. That means he's not. <laughs> rich people are always nice. <laughs> Question six. Before engaging in online debate, it is important to remember that all issues are binary and nuance is for cowards. Andy. Yes, Andy. Celia? No, that was Guy Montgomery. Another point there for Guy. Yeah. I tricked you. <laughs> By was... using the word nuance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what nuance means. That's the best Celia impersonation I've ever seen. I often tweet with your voice and mine, Celia. I'm confused as to what my identity is in the world. <laughs> now? Coming across as more lovely than the rest. Well, of sick. <laughs> You're a big fan of Twitter, though, Guy. You like to rev up everyone on Twitter every morning. Oh, yeah. I like to try and use my Twitter to be the most boring. Like, the goal is to be so boring. I just think it's so funny that it's just it's a bad it's bad, but I'm addicted to it. It's like a drug. Yeah. I've got nothing healthy to like. I can't reflect on it because it's such an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> well, I think you're very good on it. So oh, thank, thank you, you very much for that. Okay. Deal, you're a dealer. Yeah. Providing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Keep doing it. I'll keep getting content. Okay. Question seven. My watch keeps telling me to get up and be active. To fuck watch. I ask for the time, not the weather. I'm living a too sedentary lifestyle. <laughs> Uh, guy. Yes, Guy. Celia. It was Celia. Yeah. With a bit of help from the audience there, yes. Yeah. I'm barely on there as well, but I do remember that. My watch is very passive-aggressive, and then when I do get up, it goes, you did it. Like, Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. You stood up. <laughs> See, my watch... I'm, I'm in That's a, why it's mm. not here. It's in the fridge being punished. <laughs> <laughs> my watch uh, congratulated me for washing my hands. Uh, yeah, yeah I'd, you'd wash your hands and would, if you'd done 20 seconds, I'd say, well done. And I found myself, like, sometimes I'd wash my hands in a hurry and then I'd be like, oh, like I'd let it down. Yeah. And it was upsetting me. But then once I peeled a potato that was really dirty and it thought I was washing my hands. <laughs> and I got to the end, my hands were covered in mud and my watch said, well done, you've washed your hands. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot watch. Yeah. I, I just can't wait for this pandemic to be over so we can stop washing our hands. <laughs> Haven't you heard? The pandemic's over. It's, yeah, over. it's, it's done. Right. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. If you Not don't, in New Zealand. Yeah, if you don't talk about it, it's, it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Question eight. You never get thanked for the farts you hold in. <laughs> Celia. Oh. oh, I heard Celia. Andy. Yes, you are correct. Yes, point there for Celia. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> how, how'd you know? It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. I'm assuming... <laughs> I, I constantly do... Me and my wife don't fart in front of each other. We've been together for 18, you haven't 18 years. No, like, we, we... Not even by accident. We, 
Yeah, but not not. Not even like moving a heavy bit of. <laughs> we've we've both been in the room when the other one's farted. Yeah. But we never just do it freely. We never like mm. it's her birthday today, and uh, <laughs> my gift a is that we're coming up. My gift is going to fart. No, but like we, ne- we never have, never have, and that's th- and everyone was like, when she got pregnant, oh, you're going to see a shit in front of you. And I'm like, done that. No, uh, but <laughs> but it, it's a weird thing, and I, I, it's too late now. It's too late. It's been 18 right. years. Well, I it's open slather for me, yeah. and my wife never does, <laughs> and she claims that she never has, and I'm convinced she's got a slow leak. <laughs> Because it's it, it has to happen at some point, unless she's got a slow leak, like you know, like a tire yeah. with a broken valve. Or one day you walk in and she's just like helium on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Try to pull it down. Don't you see what your tyranny has done to me? <laughs> Question nine: Single people unite. The pledge: I will never fuck anyone who attends an anti-lockdown rally. Uh, Andy. Yes, Andy. Celia. You are correct. Yes, point for Andy. Yes. I think I joke either that was real emotion do you remember in the protest and I was so mad I was like what can I do <laughs> and I cannot fuck people that is my well before you get too high and mighty your unborn baby is unvaccinated by the way <laughs> <gasps> oh my god get out you have a COVID reservoir inside oh, you no I had COVID while I was pregnant does that count oh yeah she's got an immunity fuck it's not a girl shut up <laughs> Shut up, I'm drunk. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, thank you for holding it in. (laughs) (laughs) And our final question for this this round. Bought myself some flowers because I'm a double-vaxxed hot little piece of ass with the voice of an angel. Tom. (laughs) Yes, Tom. Guy. Yes, you are correct. (laughs) Had that guy flavour to it. I did. That's exactly what I did. I what, went and bought what, flowers. What kind of flowers? I don't know. Fourteen dollar flowers. <laughs> Supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Supermarket punch. No, it? it's like it was like a what do you call them? A corner store that sold flowers. We call it a dairy, a dairy. and we get bullied for that. And actually, rightly so. <laughs> it's it's well, we called say milk bar. Like yeah. a milk bar. It's a milk bar here in Victoria, but it's a deli in South Australia. I think oh. milk bar is as silly as yeah. dairy. Yeah. 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 Don't you hear when you hear milk bar? I just see like four little boys on a tiny little <laughs> bar stool, sort of leaner, just sipping some full yeah, strength. Yeah, but at dairy, you seem to have cows there being milked. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying our one's shit, and I'm saying yours is shit too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Trans Tasman like connections. All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Tom, Sealer, and Andy all on two points, but you're on the lead in four points. It's Guy. Oh, very good. Weird for New Zealand to be out in front. Is this an odd feeling? <laughs> no, no. I watch sports like rugby. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. All right. This round is called Yearbook. Now, in this round, we go back to our school days and talk about a moment that has stayed with us. And today, we're talking about a young Guy Montgomery. Now, when Guy was in high school, he was doing a wee at the urinal when another boy came in and pushed Guy into the urinal. But what happened next? Was it A, the kid went to run away but slipped on the floor, knocked himself out and cut his head open. Guy, then, covered in his own piss, had to run and get help and no teachers believed that Guy was the victim. (laughs) Was it B, Guy went to tell a teacher who did not believe his story. The teacher then shamed Guy for pissing himself 
and then told him off for trying to get another kid into trouble. Or C, guy covered in piss, took off his clothes and washed them all in the sink. With no way of drying them, he then put on his wet clothes and just went to class. His teacher asked him what this was all about and Guy responded with, fashion. All great endings. One um, of these are true. What, what, how old were you? What year? I was uh, 11 or 12, 11. whatever you are. In, it's year 9 for us. I think it's year 10 for you. Hang on. You can't uh, be 11 in year 9. Year 8 for us. Oh, 12 then. Yeah. 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 No, but 12, you're like grade 6. Let's go 7. Well, you, I was you, in my first year of high school. Okay. And I, that I part had of the story so- is definitely true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? We, like, we don't, yeah. yeah. You're not going to catch me out there. I know. I was like... <laughs> Uh, so you probably, at the urinal, you would have learned by now to not pull your pants all the way to your ankles <laughs> when you go for a week. Yeah, so you'd think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I I'm did. not sure, do females know this? That when, no. when we're young, we're told, like, and I think, I see my, my, um, my nephew's doing as well, like, pants all the way to your ankles to do your wheeze. And then at some point you realise that's what a fly's for and you can just yeah. get out. But what? kids realise... <laughs> Kids realise at different times, and so then you're at risk of being teased if you walk into a urinal at school and you're not one of the kids that are still pulling all the way down the pants. Oh. Can I say, it is a fun trick to do at the urinal today as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing your friends coming in later, going, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pants and undies. Yeah. It's great. But so, no, yeah, okay. I figured out that you could just use the fly. But it was like one of those big uh, metal urinals mm. where it's like mm. each of them has a little sort of... Domed, you know, like mm. there's a little entranceway, yeah. and there's sort of that waterfall of urinal water just, just flowing down it while you do your wheeze. The trough, right? Yeah. yeah. Were you standing on a grate, or were you standing yeah, on so the floor? No, no, I was standing. On, actually, I was standing on the grate, but like two days ago, I went to a, a I can't remember where it was, one of the venues in the bathroom had like a sticker on the, on where you'd usually stand in front of the urinal saying, "Please stand back." Whatever. So I tried. It's tricky the grate because some grates it's like they're a bit too close. Well, yeah. Like you could, like you'll touch the metal. But so I I, I stood, (laughs) like it's just right up there. I mean, there'll be no spray or drips, yeah. but it's like it's a bit weird for it just to be like sliding right. And if it's a cold day, it's yeah. very dangerous. Yeah. You get That's right. I stood back at this. At this, yeah. year, this is like two days ago. I stood back, but my stream wasn't big enough to reach. The <laughs> <laughs> so we're just pissing on the floor in front of a urinal. <laughs> I I'm strictly great. That's like walking past a mm. basket with money and then just being like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm strictly great. Yeah. But not great as in, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually terrible. I've got poor flow because I have had two urethral uh, surgeries. Hey, nice one, brother. Uh, <laughs> so I have to use the great. Um, and obviously not as big as Tom. I never worry about hitting the <laughs> <laughs> That I'm has so never proud occurred to me. <laughs> no, nah, it's more just because I, I just want to thrust into everything. It's not, it's not a length issue. It's more about keenness. Um, what was the kid's name that pushed you? Do you remember? His name... Uh, I can only think of his real name. Yeah. It's Sam Manson. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's what I wanted. I know. He's the villain in this story. Well, he so we you were actually... We were, we you're were, most vulnerable. We were best friends for <gasps> a long while. And then, like, you know, naturally, friendships even flow when you're young. And it's not that we were no longer friends, but we were, like, not spending the same volume of time together. Mm-hmm. And I, but it still felt like such a betrayal because I was like, why would you do this? Yeah. Did you clean yourself before attending him on the floor with a cut head, etc.? Uh, yeah, I mean, no. As best you can. I turned around and I was like, looked at him bleeding and thought, oh, oh dear. Yeah. 
that's what you get. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then naturally I tried to sort of give myself a quick mop-up before Mm. going out into the world. Mm -hmm. Ah, a quick (laughs) mop-up. Not a quick wash of my clothes. Ah. Ah, Strike that one out. (laughs) Because why would you wash all of your clothes? Because you're telling me that the wall is entirely wet. Yeah. So you got pushed Well, it's basically, it, so you... it's like, it's shoulders to knees, basically. I'm in, like, shorts and a shirt. And yeah. the whole thing's got urinal water on it. Yeah. Mm. And I don't believe the, poli- the, the police. The police. <laughs> 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 the principal one, I think you'd probably, that he, the, the one who pushed you fell over. Seems like the most likely. Because the other, the other possibility is that the teacher didn't believe you. Yeah. Is that right? Mm. Yeah. What was the teacher's name? Mrs. Daniels. Mrs. Daniels. I'm Dan- fucking doxing my whole school. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened in that show? She, you went, I got I, pushed. I went, uh, Sam, pu- Sam pushed me into the urinal and she said, uh, no, guy, you just have to be honest with what happened and it's not nice to tell another boy. And I was watching on the camera that we set up in there. <laughs> yeah. That, seems, that hey. seems unbelievable. Does everyone know what they want to lock in? I do. Yeah. All right, let's let's go. We'll go with uh, Andy first. What do you think? I think you washed all your clothes and went with fashion. <laughs> fashion. <laughs> C for Andy. <laughs> Celia, what do you think? I'm gonna change my mind and say that they, the teacher didn't believe you. Teacher, you think B? Yeah. Celia. Okay, and Tom. I think the teacher didn't believe him. You think B as well? The correct answer was B. Oh! Yes. Point for Tom. Point for Wait. Celia. Point for Guy. Because I think that's what would make it stick in the memory: the injustice. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just another day at school yeah, being what? pushed in a urinal. <laughs> yeah. Going to class, soaking wet. I think, yeah, I think you're right. And also, how about a credit to Josh for creating that incredible situation in the last story Thank where you. I wet all my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Fashion. I, I also got pushed in a urinal, and then that was the only ever fight I ever had at high school. I was in year seven, and a kid called Yapper Young pushed me in a urinal, and then as soon as he pushed me, every other kid in the in the toilet said, you know that's Jason, Jason L's younger brother, and Yapper went white, and then at lunch, Yapper got beat up severely oh. by, by Jason Earl and Donovan Walker, who's now, uh, so Van Walker, a musician, uh, big guy. Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, never got picked on again in high school. Wow. Went to Launceston, got to uni, woo, there, anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, I went to boarding school, so it's at another level there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you were the bully. Ma- no, no, I, I had nothing to do with this. Uh, a friend of mine did a shit in his hand and threw it at someone else. Oh. That's boarding school. We had, I had a kid in, kid in cricket shit in another guy's lunchbox while he was out to bat because he wouldn't oh, let him go. use his bat. <laughs> wow. Well, I don't know. The g- I think it's... I don't think I'd have the resolve to be... Able to poo in my own hand. Well, the weird thing like was, I just think mentally, it was I don't think my body would let me do that. It was revenge. So they were having showers anyway. One of them went to fart on the other one and accidentally shat on him. And he was so angry, he shat in his hand, threw it at the other guy, and forced him to mash it down the drain. That's the boarding school I went to and where my comedy was created. <laughs> wow. Wow. You went to an all-girls school, see? Yeah, I can't Anyone throw that. Shit at I each had other? at a party, someone tipped a, a thing of salsa on my head. <laughs> so that's the lady equivalent of shit, apparently. 
surely there it was, was some, spicy as well. some psychological warfare, though. Yeah, it was. Fi- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I feel like, yeah, girls can destroy each other. Like, someone <laughs> just leave, like, a dead flower in your locker. And you're like, <laughs> 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 it's that kind of, you know, it's a lot of, it just makes you feel crazy. Like, that's say stuff to you, like, I love your outfit. And you're like, do you? <laughs> or are you going to kill me? But, um, yeah, it was a, bu- a bunch of that rather than... Shooting in lunch boxes. <laughs> At the end of that round, the scores are Andy, you're on two points. Mm. Tom's on three points. Celia on yeah. three points. And still in the lead on five points. It's Guy. Yeah. Go, Guy. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yoga. The guy fans. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, I'm going to read out a fact about one of you on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say, yeah, if things are lie, you'll say, no, you get one individually, all get one each. So, to Guy, this is to you, Guy. Ooh. Now, Andy... Staying in the Guy chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Andy here is a very good boy and has only ever done drugs once in his life. The one time he did it, though, he smoked pot and then went to the pub and beat someone up. <laughs> yeah or no? You can ask him questions. What did it feel like to be stoned? Uh, it was the only time it was I was stoned and obviously I was pretty... Petrified of it, yeah, and nervous. Did you have any laughs? Uh, no, not that I really remember. Oh man, yeah. are you sure you didn't smoke meth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think so. Um, I don't think meth was even invented when I did it. Yeah, oh, maybe by a different name. So, well, who you who are you with? What's the like? What is with my mates inspiring you to try weed for the first time? How old are you? With my, I, I am nineteen. We're going to the Armadale Hotel. Uh, my brother comes out with a joint. He's three years older than me. And my mates and I are like, oh yeah, cool. So we had a puff, um, which is like slang for like. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, with the, you. I don't smoke yeah, it. The <laughs> lifestyle sticks with you, even if you don't use it anymore. <laughs> yeah. And so. And then I got there and I was just, yeah, not having a great time. And uh, I was playing pool against... How was, it, how was it going for everyone else? They seemed to be all having a great time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably like some psychological problem you have. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah. So you, you're playing pool, something happens that you don't like and you become aggressive. Mm. Yeah, and you can tell I'm not an aggressive No, yeah. Person. How did you initiate the aggression? I... Um, Finished my pot of beer and threw a glass at his head. Jesus! Uh, <laughs> and it uh, it uh, skimmed his head, and then by the time he turned around, I punched him. God, this feels crazy. This feels crazy. Mm. <laughs> this, this feels like, like this is like a desperate bid to lose your nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't get in on my so territory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just host your hundred in a genial fashion. <laughs> And don't come running at my <laughs> shit. Because, by the way, I haven't punched anybody. <laughs> if this story is true, there is one guy out there going, 
got a story about Andy Lee. Yeah. Going, he's not that nice a guy. Okay, yeah. he thinks he's nice. He's not. It's it's difficult because I feel like aggression on pot doesn't make any sense, but the specificity is so. <laughs> I uh, look, I think. I'm going to say true, yeah. You are correct. This is a true story. Oh, I forgot. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. Wow. You're kind of lucky in a way because when I first smoked pot, it worked really well. <laughs> <laughs> and I really had a fair crack at it for yeah. a very long time. I wish it hadn't worked out. <laughs> so I, I have not done a single drug since because of that. The police came. Thankfully, I was a weakling, so I didn't really hurt him that much. But, oh, my um, goodness. police came and, and got me. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So um, try, try drugs, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a point there for Guy. Now to Andy. Now, Celia, over the Christmas period, came yep. down with COVID. Mm-hmm. But the good news is she could leave her house on New Year's Day. So at the strike at midnight, she left the house, and after a week of isolation, the first thing she saw was a man shitting behind a tree. <laughs> yeah or nah? In his hand and threw it at her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so whereabouts were you? Out the back of my house. Yeah. Oh, I won't say the specific address. <laughs> <laughs> so the back of your house, is it like a parkland? Is it? Yes. Yeah, okay. So a park, yeah. Were there, was there a close-by festival or a, like a, a place to watch bits and pieces of... No, yeah. it was New Year's Eve. So people were having parties in their houses. Right, yeah. And did he make eye contact with you? When... <laughs> so, no, it was too dark. So we just saw a, a figure mm. shooting behind a tree. Mm. So how do you know they were shitting? Because of the body shape. This is <laughs> this is the thing. This is they yes. were shitting, but mm. then but it was the mystery of what had happened because there was clearly a party there. Okay. Mm. So I was with my partner and we had a detailed discussion about yeah. why what had happened. I'm like, this is a guy who's got into trouble at the party, mm-hmm. and and the to- toilet's full. Yeah, and he just mm. needs to go. Yeah, but he took his pants all the way off. Oh. oh. Maybe, maybe he just smoked pot for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah Hadn't been told you can just do it out of the fly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> See, most, yeah, you most learn that listen <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, did you guys try to chat to him or anything or were you like no 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 no. I was like ah because I thought it was a murderer and then I was like nah I just shitting (laughs) so were you more were you relaxed seeing someone shitting so if if there were murderers out there shitting on this would would lure people into false sense of security is that what you're saying yes 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 but it was quite the the um (laughs) so then we went back went back He'd gone, but then how's this for fucked up? I went, I was intrigued, so I went back the next morning. The next morning, and was there to a human, investigate? Was there human poo there? Yes, and toilet paper, premeditated. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That happened. That's yes. You are correct. That yeah. is a true story. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what the game is. Yeah. yeah. But like fireworks, it was literally freedom, been locked down for two weeks, New Year, and then just a guy. But with toilet toilet paper, paper. so he must, I don't know, and then went back into the party. Sounds like it's sort of a a real gun-ho start to a resolution to no longer shit indoors. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. Take that off. Uh, Or he was no longer shitting outdoors and broke it immediately, which... (laughs) Do it! I love it! It's who I am! <laughs> Damn it! Alright, two. Celia. Yes. When Tom did a segment for the weekly on cans, 
Uh-huh. You did a bit where he pretended... Always to... cross-promo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love to big up the ABC. Uh... Well, they treat everyone so well, Josh. Yeah. He did a bit on cans where he pretended to piss in the pool on the Esplanade. <laughs> the week it aired, the pool that he pissed into just happened to be closed for refurbishments. So many people in Cairns thought it was because Tom pissed in it. (laughs) It was such a big story in Cairns that the mayor had to come out and tell the people of Cairns that Tom did not really piss in the Esplanade pool. Yeah or nah? Okay. So was it empty? Uh, The Esplanade pool. No, (laughs) it was... um... It was, it was full. Uh, if you've been to Cairns, it's quite a beautiful pool. It's really open and it's sort of on the foreshore. And I just thought it was funny as part of the... Because the segment go away, I just tell people to never visit Cairns. It's like the opposite to getaway. And so I was... I just thought it'd be funny if while presenting in that sort of getaway manner, I was pissing in the pool and talking to the camera over my shoulder. So I just had a, a bottle of water with a hole in it and I was just shooting it into the pool. <laughs> but it looked very convincing. Yeah. And then you got it started getting... How did you find out that people were outraged? Um, it was in the newspaper. Right. Do you remember the headline? Uh, well, there were several. <laughs> uh, one was, uh, Tom Gleeson, unfunny drongo, rubbishes cans. <laughs> Tom Weeson was ah, one of the other ones. Thank you. Yeah, because it was, it was... It was funny because it was a comedy segment in the weekly and it was taken out as a three-minute clip... And then there are some people who don't watch the ABC or watch any of that, and it w- I, I presented the entire segment for real, so some people just thought I'd gone there, and, and I, they didn't even know I was a comedian. I'm just some guy absolutely <laughs> shitting on cans from a height. In the news. Yes, and also everything... The other thing that was awkward was everything I said in the clip was true. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm Tom Gleeson and I'm pissing in the Esplanade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see that report on the news as well. Like, new sport weather, where's Tom pissing today? <laughs> well, he's pissing in this tool. I, Paul, I think... And it continues to this day. There was, there was a Cairns Post actively... Um, they tried to get, rally the whole town to vote for Costa to get the gold logie, so I wouldn't. Right. Like the, the, the town, I haven't visited the town since. <laughs> I've, that... I've gone through it to Port Douglas. I don't stop there. I just, I just go straight out. <laughs> Not even for a piss. No. So, but they... Not worth the risk, guy. <laughs> they thought you pissing in the pool is what shut it down. And, like, I would argue mm. that pissing in pools is fairly common behaviour. <laughs> so what kind yes. of radioactive piss do they think <laughs> that you've got? Well, it was a little bit more than that because I also said something about backpackers rooting in the Esplanade pool, <laughs> which, again, is true. It happens. And we did a close-up of where my piss was going in the pool and we had a few used frangers oh. that we, <laughs> that we okay. put in the shot to really... Uh, this all seems incredibly believable. I'm going to say that it's true. You are correct. This Whoa. is a true story. Yeah, put that to Celia. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the mayor was forced to comment and I was so pleased. Out of all of the go-away segments that you did, what was the worst place? Uh, well, the whole point of the go-away segment is I'd go to places that are actually quite nice because I figured they could handle yeah. me yeah. paying them out. So... Kalgoorlie, I did one on Kalgoorlie and someone at the airport said, why are you here? And I said, I'm here on behalf of the ABC, I'm doing a segment where I shit on your town and I call it a shithole and they went, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) You'll you'll probably have too much material, Tom. (laughs) That's Kalgoorlie. Launceston, hilarious, Sydney, funny, Melbourne, funny, Byron Bay, loved it, Cairns. Get the fuck out of here, buddy! (laughs) 
They got upset at me because I mentioned you can't visit the reef anymore because it's dead. And they're angry at me. Rather than climate change. I, I, I didn't kill the reef, but they think that I did. Uh, no, no, yeah. I heard that bad boy Andy Lee did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After one puff. Yeah. <laughs> he glassed the a, reef. Yeah, yeah. A, a reef killing spree. All right, to Tom. Now, Guy is in a fantasy football league where they play for the fishbowl. If you lose the fishbowl, you have to go and buy a fish at the end of the season. And if the fish doesn't survive the off-season, you are out of the league. Yeah or nah? Oh. Well, this is really tricky because it sounds exactly like something Guy would do. <laughs> but it also sounds like a parody of what Guy would do, <laughs> which is what Guy's life is like. <laughs> Like, is Guy who he is? Or is he a parody of himself? I actually think he's both simultaneously. You're going to give me a fucking identity crisis, mate. Well, from your Twitter, it's like, <laughs> sincere or not? Can't tell, ever. Um, so, oh, so, so what, why, why did this competition start? Uh, it was so it's a, just a fantasy football league I've been playing with some old friends. And teams were not uh, if they had a poor start to the season they'd stop like programming their lineups and it sort of ruins the competitive nature and so to incentivize competition throughout the whole season we introduced this fish and because uh, there's 12 people in the league everyone was like yeah that's a great idea I'm never going to wind up with the fish but of course every year one out of 12 people winds up <laughs> right and so same fish every year no people are all over the world so if you if you if you end the season as the fish to play the next year, you've got to you and your house have to buy and keep a fish. All oh, right. So the, you know, we're not like. What's stopping them replacing the fish if it passed away? N nothing, but because <laughs> we had a goldfish called Fido, because um, Beck wanted a dog. Um, <laughs> Compromise. Cool. <laughs> and um, we we let uh, her sister house sit, and the fish died. And she uh, tried to replace it with another goldfish. And when we got home, Beck noticed immediately that it wasn't Fido. And I pulled out my phone to film this because I thought this is so funny that her, her sister has tried to replace the fish. Until Beck turned around, burst into tears, and went, oh, "It's not Fido." Yeah. While I'm holding my camera out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like shit, I wish I hadn't live streamed this. <laughs> So there's, there's, there's integrity in, you know, you guys don't get to know the fish. You don't need to, that, that fish. Well, you know, you, like, you send photos of the fish and, you know, like, but it, obviously if you, may, if you keep the fish, you know the most about the fish. Like the other guys don't really care so much about the fish as <laughs> the deep inconvenience it causes. <laughs> so has it forced people to kind of lowball the game? Like do people try to uh, play badly so they don't get the fish? Has it created... No, no, a no, reverse scenario? No, basically, like everyone is trying the whole time now because we've, it's, the fish has been going for three years and it is one of the most incon... I've been the fish. <laughs> and it's, um, it's really annoying to get a fish. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, see, this is the thing. Guy is very good at doing things that are annoying... ..that, <laughs> that take ages. I've seen his festival show. So it's, it's got to be true. It is true. This yeah. is a true story. Put them, Tom. Now all true. But yeah, so you've you've got yeah. the fish. So, well, no. So I lost uh, three seasons ago, and I had to buy a fish. And like, 
it turns out, you know how they're like, goldfish have no memory. You go to the pet shop now, they're like, all the research on goldfish has come in. They remember everything. <laughs> and so it's a lot like you have to really, you have to, you know, there's a lot more admin than I realised. It was like $300 to get an aquarium set up. I kept fish for a Sorry, year. Sorry, do they say it to everyone or did they just think you were going to fuck a fish? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they kept telling me to scale down. They're like, no, that, that fish is too close to penis size. I... Uh, <laughs> But no, basically, at the end of the year, my, my fish died, and then everyone started calling me a murderer. And then I was so happy, like, a year later, someone else was the fish, and I was like, do you now see what a nightmare it is to be the fish? And then this year, I fucking lost and became the fish again. Oh. And my partner, Chelsea, was like, we're not doing the fish. <laughs> and so to compromise with the league, because it's like, I like doing it. It's one of the few things I have with all these old friends. I'm now getting a tattoo of a fish. Oh. <laughs> That is great. All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Andy on three points, Celia and Tom on four points. In the lead on six, it's Guy. All right, this is our final round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, I read out questions about the four of you. If you think you know who it's about, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, point off if you get it wrong. You can't buzz in for your own ones. And the loser has to get a frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. Who broke their arm when they were in primary school and their dad just said, oh, you'll be fine, just rub it better for three days before taking them to a doctor? Celia. Oh, I heard Tom first. Damn it. Uh, Andy. You are correct, it was Andy, yeah. Because I thought it was you. I was going to say you too. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... I was like, oh, uh, I deduced that it's not Celia. <laughs> yeah. Which arm, Andy? Uh, my right arm. And um, my dad, I think it was because it was kind of his fault. He, he was we were boogie boarding and he's like, I'll put you on a bigger wave. He took me out the back, out of Fairhaven, and I got dumped onto rocks and broke my arm. And I said, oh, it's really sore. And he said, ah, oh, just rub it better for three days straight. <laughs> yeah. When, it, when, when you were rubbing it better, it was like... It's <laughs> 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 better, Dad. <laughs> That doesn't then, work, right? Like, eventually, you're going to go yeah, get a cast, it doesn't right? Work. No, no. I, it was I, just because his dad didn't want to see the bones sticking out of the arm. Yeah. Just rub it better. Just put your hand yeah. over it. Yeah. No, hard love with my dad on the, on the growing up stuff. Question two, speaking of hard love, whose teacher would hit them with a stick that they called Freddy? Celia. The, yes, Celia. Tom. Yeah, that was Tom. Yeah. Yes, one of Celia. Because he's the only one old enough to have... <laughs> yeah. Corporal punishment in school. <laughs> yeah, it became outlawed while I was in high school, and that was a Morris brother. And I'm not making it up. It sounds like something from a horror movie. His name was Brother Sirena's Fisk. Oh wow! <laughs> and he kept Freddie in a suitcase. Oh, Jesus, yeah. was it a picture it, like yeah. a violin case? <laughs> Throwing shit at each other sounds pretty normal now, doesn't it? <laughs> and I'm not joking. If you he would put you on notice, like you'd say, you'd uh, be like, he'd, if you were mucking up, you'd be like, Tom. Do you want to have a chat to Freddie? Because Freddie wants to chat to you. Yeah. We, we had the cane in my first year of high school. So that was the last year. But it was only the vice principal who could give you the cane. And the rumour was one of the, one of the last kids who got the cane actually caught the cane and then broke it over his knee. And they handed it back to the teacher. And that was the last time they ever caned anyone. Oh. Excalibur! Yeah. <laughs> captain, my captain! <laughs> was that kid the coolest dude at school? Yeah, yeah he was. Wow. Question. He, he banged the secretary on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the story just keeps getting better. Yeah. <laughs> then he went down to the pub to celebrate, and some fucking plucky young stoner. <laughs> Next question Who before they bought their house had dinner with the couple who owned it? 
Oh. Guy. Yes, Guy. Celia? Yes, it was Celia. Point there for Guy, yeah. Weirder, after I bought it. Oh, was it after? Yeah, and they were very desperate to get inside and have a look around. And I was like, oh. Ah. I thought it was like... Hang on. You bought the house and then you invited the couple, you bought the house in. No, so it's weird. There's people who live downstairs and they've been there forever. So they're friends with the last four families who've lived there and they're still friends with them and they thought it would be nice to have a dinner with all of us. So I met not only the people who lived there before me but lived there before them as well. But it was actually quite nice, but weird. Were you right? like, what's my next house like? Yeah, yeah they, were, no, they, were, they were more like, have you checked the roof? You should probably check the roof. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about mould? Dad, will be fine? I'm like, the fuck? But it's weird, like, meeting people and be like, you have yeah. all my money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you can pay for dinner, bitch. <laughs> You just made me think of something really weird. This sounds made up, but it's not. The house that I live in, I bought it off a guy, and I'm not making it up because I still get his mail. His name is Darren Hard. <laughs> oh. Darren, Darren and Rebecca Hard. Oh my god! Every time oh he watches god. Hard Quiz, he's like, he stole that from me. Yeah. <laughs> it was mine. It should be a hard been couple. Me. <laughs> <laughs> All the mail is just heaps of quiz questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Darren Hard. <laughs> I saw it the other day and I was like, what? (laughs) Weird. Uh, Question four. Who told Picasso's granddaughter that they don't really understand art? Guy. Uh, Yes, Guy. Andy? Yes, it was Andy. Ah! Yeah, Guy. Yeah. Story? I mean, I can do the full name drop version or just like the partial one? Oh, Picasso is not the name drop? No. So it was Hugh Jackman's Christmas party... We drinking, we smoking. <laughs> I have yeah, equal well, name drop, but not the same. I waited, I served him at a restaurant because I was a waitress, and he came in, and the staff took turns trying on his jacket in the cloakroom. <laughs> and we thought it was very funny to be like, "We're in Hugh Jackman's jacket, Hugh Jackman's jacket." Anyway. By the way, I'm more discreet with my anecdotes, and just fit so you know, it was Russell Crowe who threw a shit at Hugo Weaving. <laughs> But I left it out. You know, I left it out. <laughs> I'm going to go all in on the name. Yes, yes, yeah. Might as well. We love it. A friend it. of mine had got it. He, he never dressed it up and he went to his uh, brother's house to borrow some nice clothes for the party and stepped into the car, the Uber, and split his pants from here to here. And he said, I've got to go home. And I said, no, nah, we're running late. Let's just go. Uh, Hugh will love it. And we get there... <laughs> And we get there and we walk in and I go, Jacqueline, check out my mate's pants. And he's got his show in the hole and we're all laughing and Jacqueline thinks it's funny. And then my mate goes, Hugh walked off and my mate goes, did you have to do that in front of her? And I said, who's her? He said, Anna Winter. And I went, who's Anna Winter? Because I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and for people who were like me at the time, she was the editor of Vogue and all about fashion. And then another lady came up, she was lovely, and she was asking about what we did, and we were chatting away, and I said, um, and she said, what, I said, what do you do? She goes, I'm into art. And I said, oh, I don't really get art. I don't really understand. <laughs> you know, I look at one thing, and I go, why is that worth that much, and that one worth, like, heaps more? I reckon that one's better. I just don't understand it, you know? And then that was when Deb uh, came past Hugh's wife and said, oh, have you met Diana? And I said, I said yeah. She goes, we're talking about art. You know, I don't really get it. She goes, oh, well, it's Diana Picasso, Picasso's granddaughter. And I said, can I be really rude? I'm suddenly really interested in that. 
Do you happen to have any on you, say, signed that I could... Well, she did. She lives below the Jackmans and had heaps of his um, paintings. I asked that... That was my first question. And then I, my second question was, have you ever been cat burgled? Yeah. And she said, attempts, yeah. So, and she said, no one's ever asked me that. I said, I'm just trying to scope out the joint. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Who here auditioned to host Family Feud? Uh, Andy. Yes, Andy. That's Tom. That is Tom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that I wasn't even considered. (laughs) I was told they were looking for a funny host. So I actually actually hosted it, the pilot that I did, I hosted it How I Do Hard Quiz. I just did it the same way. And... uh, I was just because they said they they they've got a stand-up comedian doing it in America. I've forgotten Stephen Steve Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. yeah, so they wanted a comedian doing it, and then and then when I saw it was Grant Daniel, I thought, yeah, that's a Channel Ten decision. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a comedian. The, St- the Steve Harvey one, I love it because it's like they do these things. Name something that um, gets hard when you put it in your mouth. Oh. And someone says penis, and he's like, what the fuck? Oh, how can you? It's the best. It's so good. It's true, isn't it? Sorry, this blew my mind when I found this out. That the the hundred people they ask are the people in the audience, right? No, it's a survey. That's Andy's show. (laughs) No, sorry. No, it's a survey. I was told it's a survey of the people in the audience, and that's why the answers are often like skewed because their audience age is like quite high. No, well, often they come from old surveys. Oh. So the survey could have been conducted in 1988. So, you know, you're, you're trying to answer a question. and <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. No. What's, yeah. the favorite, what's the, your favourite pastime? It's like pogo sticks and Rubik's yeah. Cube and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, good. Thank you. Mm. Next question. Who didn't know what to do with their eyes during their first kiss, so they just kept them wide open? Andy. Yes, Andy. Guy. Yes. <laughs> I, I think not as shocking. We wrote a, wrote a line in Rosehaven, which is like, I kiss with my eyes open. They're like, that's weird. I'm like, why? I like looking at them. I like kissing them. What's the big deal? Yeah. I think maybe the issue when I was doing it was I wasn't looking at the person I was kissing. I was just sort of like surveying the room. <laughs> Go on. Check me you, out. But yeah. then you risk catching eyes with someone else. I got, yeah. So the coolest guy in school walked past and poked me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Who here hates bananas? Oh, Guy. Yes, Guy. Tom? No, it's Celia. Point oh. of Guy, yeah. Hate him. Okay. <laughs> My joke used to be it's the only reason why I don't have kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> kids need bananas. <laughs> but this one's not getting any. <laughs> Question eight. Who was asked to record an album with a member of Midnight Oil? Andy. Yes, Andy. Tom. Yes, he was, yeah. <laughs> Just because the bald thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. They wanted me to stand in, just to measure the height of the mic stand. It was Rob Hurst, right? Yeah, it's kind of a sad story, because I'd left the band I was in. I was playing drums in the band, and I'd already left. And then after it, we got an offer to go and record a whole album with Rob Hurst. And I'm so dumb, I said, no, I'm sorry, I've left the band. I should have just recorded it for the experience. And then leave, yeah. Yeah, and then leave. Ah, well, it'll turn out all good for you. (laughs) Rob Hurst, though. Question nine. Who as a child would steal sugar from the pantry, keep it hidden in a big bowl in their room and just eat tablespoons of the stuff? Andy. Yes, Andy. Celia. No, that was Guy. (laughs) But you have all your teeth. I know, yeah. I got caught and I got told we don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I did the same thing at school one day. They taught us how to make sherbet, which is icing sugar and like bicarbonate soda. So I would eat bowls of plain sugar as well because we didn't have any lollies in the house. Yeah, yeah. We we were we we had a strict diet regimen, and then when we started getting babysitters, my sisters and I would just like put. Butter and sugar and like a mixer and just eat that straight. Yeah, <laughs> I used to do that as well. Just so eat, yum. I used to make a cake mix, not bake it, and just eat the entire cake mix. <laughs> yeah, so good. All right, and our final question for the game: Who was interviewed for a documentary about sex? Panicked and said, oh, "I'm just into food." Guy. Yes, guy. Celia. It was Celia. <laughs> yes. It was. It was awful. It was a documentary about speed dating, and someone was like, they just needed people to be standing at the bar drinking in the background. I'm like, I could do that. I was like 19. So I was a bit pissed. And it was Joe Stanley, of all people, when I didn't know, and went, I turned around, there was a microphone on my face. She goes, Celia, and a camera. And I'm like, oh, how do you know my name? And she's like, so sexy, sex thing. So what's your sexual fetish? And I was like, oh. And in my mind, I was like, I wanted to say something not too weird, but also not like super lame. Mm. So I just went, oh. I really like uh, food. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, yeah. And she said bananas? And you went, no, not those. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> At the end of the game, the oh. scores are Tom, Celia and Andy all on five points. Our winner of eight points is Guy Montgomery. Oh. Well done. Hero. Well done, Guy. Because you win, you can plug whatever you want to plug first. You've got your shows in the festival. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's the last hard quiz tonight at the Melbourne Town Hall. <laughs> Head on down, you don't want to miss it. And uh, if you've still got the appetite for laughs, I'm doing my show at the Western. It's called Guy Montgomery by name, Guy Montgomery by nature. And it's at uh, 9 pm, 8 pm on Sunday, and no shows on Monday. Excellent. Make sure you go say, Guy, Andy, you got stuff to plug? Uh, um, the Hamish and Eddie podcast. Available. On podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Celia. I'm making a person. Yeah. Uh, I'll be doing that and eating carbs and crying and fighting. Um, <laughs> however, when did you say this comes out? It'll come out Wednesday. Oh, too late. Oh, well, for anyone in the room, um, Danny McGinley's doing a oh, fundraiser yeah. for Ukraine on Monday night, which I'll be doing at the town hall, six till seven if you're around to come down awesome. to that. You, Ivan, is on as well. It's going to be a very good lineup. Excellent. Tom. Uh, Hard Quiz Live is touring around Australia. Sydney's next. Yep, awesome. Yes. Hey, can you give it for everyone you saw today? Thank you, you. Can, you can leave if you want. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, thanks everyone for coming out to this one. A reminder on Wednesday night, we have the big 300th and the final podcast for the, for the, as a podcast, and it just becomes a live show. Uh, the lineup is Will Anderson, Geraldine Hickey, Greg Larson, Steph Tisdale. Make sure you come along, 11.15 at Max Watts. Also, I start my show, Modern Contemporary, at, uh, on Tuesday. Uh, very cheap tickets for the first three shows, 12 bucks. Uh, and uh, make sure you come along, because this is selling more, like, today, than the whole season. So, uh, <laughs> and also, I've got T-shirts there for sale, 15 bucks. Um, come say hi, and thanks for coming. I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 